Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, Valacita. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm well as well. <laughs> Good. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, this is Janice. Good morning, Janice. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Good morning, this is Anita. Good morning, Anita. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. <clears throat> Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling. Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Pretty. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. I have a prayer request. Okay. I'm ready. Asking for prayer for Sandra Brazil. You said Brazil, like the country? Yes. Yes. Um, For complete and total healing. Okay. Good morning, Ms. Diane. Good morning. Good morning, sisters. It's Michael. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good Good morning. Happy Wednesday, Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Amen. He sure is. Good morning. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. I didn't hear your name. It's a little muffled. Sounds like you might be far from your uh, the speaker on your phone. This is Kedra. Oh, good morning, Kedra. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Happy Wednesday, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Vivi. It's Dee Dee. Love you, girl. Love you too, Dee Dee. Happy Wednesday. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good 
Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Felicita. It's Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valencia. Who's on the line? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite friends so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily in June for the monthly theme entitled Journey to the Secret Place. Week 1's declarations, messages, teachings, and lessons will be based on prayer on your journey to the secret place. Our wonderful and gifted declares will definitely bless you. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. You can do so by visiting declarevictory.org, paypal.me forward slash declarevictory, or cash app, which is the dollar sign, Declare Victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for giving, for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests from the app, but we do have one spoken prayer request from Pretty Patrice. She's asking for us to pray for Sandra Brazil for complete and total healing. Again, that's Sandra Brazil for complete and total healing. The order of the callers is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dion. The declaration will be done by Pastor Ty Carter. And then close, closing comments will be hosted by Pastor Ty Carter. I'll repeat the order. Prayer, prayer and corporate praise will be done by Dion. Declaration will be done by Pastor Ty Carter, and then comments will be hosted by Pastor Ty Carter. The scripture today is 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 11. I regret that I have made Saul king, for he has turned back from following me and has not carried out my commands. And Samuel was distressed and cried out to the Lord all night. 
May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Dion. Have a blessed day. Dion, if you're speaking, we can't hear you. Uh, please give me just one moment to uh, send her a quick text. Thank you. Is there anyone else that can pray um, in place of Dion, any ambassador? Good morning, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God, for waking us up this morning, God. We thank you for the breath of life, oh God, for the activity of our limbs, oh God. We thank you for us being in our right mind, oh God. Thank you for food on the table, God, for bills being paid, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and we shall be glad in it, oh God. We know it wasn't the alarm clock that woke us up this morning. We know that it was you, God, and for that we say thank you, God. Thank you, God, for giving us life, oh God. Thank you, God, for covering us as we slept and slumbered on last night, God. You let no hurt, no harm, or no danger come nigh to us or our dwelling places, oh God. And for that, we say thank you. We ask, oh God, that you forgive us for our sins, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, oh God, for mortgages being paid, God. Thank you, God, for still having jobs, oh God despite the pandemic, oh God. Thank you, God, for a peace of mind, oh God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. A peace that surpasses all understanding, oh God. Thank you, God. Thank you for your love, oh God. Thank you for your joy, oh God. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We thank you, God, and we humble ourselves before you on this morning. I pray for every family represented on Declare Victory in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that you continue to use us for your glory, oh God. Give us a mind to pray, oh God. Give us a mind to study, to show ourselves approved, oh God. We come humbly upon your throne of grace and mercy on this morning, God. And we ask that you forgive us for any unclean thoughts that we may have had 
on this morning. Any thoughts of harming someone, oh God. Any thoughts of uh, doing someone, uh, doing something to someone that we know that is not of you. We ask you to forgive us in advance, oh God, for those thoughts. Clean up our hearts, oh God, that residue, God, that may still be there, that we didn't know was there. We're asking, oh God, that you clean it out and take it out by the root, oh God. Any unforgiveness that we may have, God, take it out, God. Any unbelief that we may have, oh God, Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We're not perfect, oh God, but we strive to be better, God. We strive to be more like you, God. And so we thank you in advance for what you're going to do in us and through us, oh God. We pray for our government, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, that, that you allow them to turn from their wicked ways, oh God. No matter what it looks like, God, we stand on your holy word. We will stand on your holy word. And we thank you, God, for what you're doing in our lives, oh God. Thank you, God, that we continue to be a representation of you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for giving up your only begotten Son so we might be healed, that we might be delivered, that we might be set free on this morning, God. You could have left us out in the muck and the mire, God, but you brought us out of darkness into your marvelous light. And for that, we say thank you, God. We pray for those that are out in the elements, oh God. May they find you now. May someone cross their path that will give them a word. May they know that all they have to do is call on the name of Jesus. I thank you for those that are in the military, sacrificing their lives and their time, oh God, for their country. And I ask, oh God, that you cover them with your blood. I pray for those that are out there protesting peacefully, oh God. And I ask, oh God, that you cover them, God. I thank you, oh God, for their sacrifice. I thank you, God, for their courage, oh God. Keep a hedge of protection around them, oh God. Keep a hedge of protection around those that are in the military, oh God. I pray for those that are incarcerated, oh God. I pray that this pandemic may not reach them, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we love you, we need you, and we trust you on this morning, God. And I pray that every victor will take their phones off of mute and give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor that you so deserve, God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We love you, God.
Hallelujah. Your love for us protects us, Lord God. It shields us, Lord God. It directs us, Lord God. Grace, Lord God. Mercy, Lord God, is everywhere, Lord God. Oh God, I bless your name. Thank you, Father God, for another day, Lord God. Thank you for my spirit, Lord God. Thank you for cleaning up my heart, Lord God. As I give myself to you, Lord God, I pray that you pour into me, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. But my love for you and, and my recognition for you, the presence of my life, Lord God, is stronger and stronger. It's more, more, more light, Lord God. Give me more peace and more of the Spirit. God, I bless your magnificent name. I love you this morning, Lord God. I love you in the noonday, Lord God. Good night, Lord God. I thank you for the slumber, Lord God. I thank you for God, Lord God. Thank you for your We ask, O oh God, in your son Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen, as I pass the call. Pastor Ty Carter. Give me just one moment to see if I can contact someone that may have Pastor Ty oh, Carter. Hold on one hold on one second. Okay, thanks.
Just one moment, guys. Okay. He's coming. One moment. Yes, sir. It's it's time. Go ahead, Pastor. Well, praise the Lord. Great morning. I apologize uh, for uh, my tardiness. Uh, Again, we thank God for each and every one of you being online. I just had to get off a call. We had had an emergency with another member. And so, uh, as you know, pastoring, uh, we always have to be available. And so, again, we thank God for each and every one of you being online today. Um, And we are in some different times now. We are in some different times, especially um, here in the United States as we see uh, the things that are going on in our nation. Um, And we are standing in the gap. This is what is very, very important um, as as intercessors, that we don't just watch, but we also watch and intercede. It is very, very important um, that we understand our assignment as watchmen um, that we are also not only to uh, pray and intercede, but we are also, uh, as a watchman, what happens is you see things before because you have a different lens. You're standing a little higher as it relates uh, to access. And uh, when a watchman in the natural, you will stand on the tower and begin to see things from um, that the enemy be able to see uh, things before the enemy can even approach uh, the camp, and that's important um, as all of us as intercessors. And if you're an intercessor, you are a watchman, and it's time for us to stand in our rightful places and make sure that we are seeing things before they even manifest and begin to pray. Uh, today, uh, we are going through uh, prayer, and we're going through um, and the theme for this month is the secret place, and uh, the Lord. Uh, began uh, to speak to me uh, for the things that are going on uh, in this nation, um, things that we are experiencing right outside of our houses here, literally outside of our houses. And we know we have family members, we got friends, and some of us have already been out as well uh, protesting. Um, we, we, this thing is heavy. And I was beginning to pray, and I said, Lord, I know the theme um, is a secret place, and he said to me, uh, before you get into the secret place, I need you not only to be praying, but I need you to know how to armor yourself. I need to, I need you to know how to armor yourself, how to put on the right uniform in this season. And I'm like, Lord, okay, what are you saying? And the Lord began to speak to me through Ephesians chapter 6. 
Ephesians chapter 6. It is a very, very familiar passage of scripture uh, that we all have read at some point um, in our lives. But the Lord began to speak to me. And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, we'll start there. It says, uh, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Here it is in this uh, grace epistle that Apostle Paul wrote to address the new religious philosophies that were arising during some crazy times. And he had to confront the false idea that Jews were different from Gentiles. Um, he had to confront the uh, false idea that one ethnicity was greater than the other. I need you to hear this. He had to confront the false idea, even what we have to confront now, that white people are better than black people and uh, Asians and all that stuff. No, no, no. We all were created equal and that we every ethnicity is equal and God began to speak and he said he had to talk he, he taught that we are all one in Christ regardless of one pedigree or ethnicity there were false religions rising trying to convince persons that they didn't need uh, God and just like today we're living in a culture that is falsely teaching that one does not need God or the church that one does not need prayer many times when protests begin to happen they always tell the church to get off their knees no it is our job to make sure that we are interceding and that we are praying because it's in that secret place that we will get the wisdom of God and God will begin to speak to us and we'll be able to release it into the earth and things from what we speak have got to obey in the earth. Uh, the, the earth doesn't have to obey protesting, but the earth does have to obey the word of the Lord. And so the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10, finally, hallelujah, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. What Paul is saying is finally now that you understand that God has chosen you from the foundation of the world and that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Now that we understand that God has predestined us into the adoption of Jesus Christ. Now that you see where we have redemption through his blood. Now that you understand that God has made known to us the mystery of his will, that you have been saved by grace, reconciled unto Christ, have the peace of God, have access by one spirit unto the Father, no longer strangers but citizens, that God has given you gifts through the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, that he has renewed you, and God has uh, begun to talk, teach us how to walk in love and how to walk as children of God and what marriage is and, and all that God has done for you, that you see that the seat that you sit in, that the authority that you walk in, God says now that you understand that you are a watchman, an intercessor, now that you understand, hallelujah, that you are, can have full access to him and that as you pray, you will get closer and closer to him. God says, now that you have said and have heard and understand all of that, finally, I need you to hear this, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might because there's a battle that we still have to fight. Now that you have received the education, now that you have received the wisdom.
wisdom. Now that you have received the instructions, I need you to be strong in the Lord. God says, before I can put you in the battle, uh, women and men of God, before I can give you your weapons, your armor, before uh, all of those things, I have to make sure you're in shape. And the way that you're going to get in shape is as it's on and through spiritual training, and the spiritual training is going to come through the word and prayer, and that's how you will access the secret place, because you will begin to go through training uh, many times uh, in the body of Christ. We will, we will obey the laws of the land as it relates to training on our job, as it relates to training in all the different areas, but we don't want to be trained in the spirit, and God is saying before you can access, fully access the secret place, you must be trained on how to get there. You must be trained on how to hear my voice. It is very, very, very important. That's why in the biblical days, as it relates to the old covenant, they had the they had the, uh, the outer courts, the inner courts, and the holies of holies. They had the outer courts. Everybody can be in the outer courts. Anybody can say Jesus. Anybody can say, but that doesn't mean they believe. Then they have the inner courts. Those are people who will worship, but then it was the holies of holies. Only certain people can go on there. Only certain people had access. It's because of where they were, their position. And their, and their their stance and the authority in the earth and God has released that through His Son Jesus Christ that we all have full access to that same authority that we can tap into the holies of holies we can tap in into that secret place but we have to make sure that we are spiritually trained and that we get spiritually trained by not only the elders but we also get trained by the Word of God and God says in this season I cannot have untrained people in my presence. Hallelujah. God says, I cannot have untrained, undisciplined, undisciplined people uh, in the place of the Holy of Holies. I need you. Uh, I know you want to hear prophetic words. I know you want to uh, be able to hear. But God says, I need you to be trained. It's time to train your ear. And God says, too many of us have been out of shape because we have been, been depending on our own strength and on our own power and in our, our own might. And before any soldier goes into battle, he or she must go through boot camp to build up their strength. And one great purpose for basic training is to build up the soldier's physical strength. And it is as if the excuse me, it is if the army says, "Soldier, we're going to give you the best weapons and armor possible." But first, we have to make sure that you are strong and that you can use what we give you. This armor is weighty; it's heavy to wear. It's not something you take on lightly. If you take a weak man who can barely stand and put the best armor on him, he will still be in a in a ineffective soldier. He will be easily beaten. So, equipping for Christian combat must begin with be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Might is the strength that is built up through exercise. You can see a weightlifter and say he or she is strong, just off his or her built, but it is not until you see the might in, in use that you say he or she or she is powerful. God does not only want you to be strong in him, but he wants you to operate in his power. So verse 11 says, uh, put on the armor. Uh, verse 11 says that we must, watch this, it says, uh, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. <laughs> that you may be able to put, uh, stand against the wiles of the devil. Armor, in its most practical definition, is a strong defensive protective covering to protect the soldier. The word armor in Greek is pedoplia, which means a complete set of defensive and offensive armor weapons. Everything needed to wage successful war. The armor of God, watch this, is something that you take up. The word put means to cause 
or to act or to operate. God says, operate in my armor and operate in my covering so that you may be able to stand against the devil and his schemes and you may be able to stand against racism and hatred, that you'll be able to stand against corona and stand against all these different things. Take up my armor, put it on. Now that you have my strength and know my power so that you won't get knocked out by the enemy. The reason why so many of us are feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, feeling like the enemy is getting the best of us is because we are, number one, are not operating in his strength and second, do not properly have on the right armor. We don't have on the armor of God. So verse 12 says, and I'm just going to go through this, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may better withstand in the evil day and have it done all. Stand. God says in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 6, you can write these down, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 6. But though we walk in the flesh, uh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down the strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. <laughs> you have that power. Colossians 2 and 15 tells us that God has disarmed, watch this, the principalities and the powers. So the Bible yeah. says in verse 12, for we do not wrestle against the flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers. So watch this. If God has already disarmed the principalities and the powers, and the Bible says we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the principalities and the powers, if they're already disarmed, then guess what? You already win. If they already disarmed, you already win. And because they already disarmed, and once you understand this truth and that you'll be able to walk in the fight in the right thing and fight the right way, then you are able to get into the place of the secret place. See, many times we think that the secret place is a place to where we are uh, just on the floor and laid out. No, no, no. The secret place is where God is speaking and you can hear him clearly and that you have full access. See, the secret place is not an emotional place. It is a spiritual place that you're able to have full access, not only to speak to God, but that you have this uh, access that your frequency is on the same frequency as his. That's how you get to the secret. That's the secret place. And I know we're going to go through that through all month, but I need you to hear this because this is what God wants us to make sure that we're doing is that we understand that he has given us an armor. He has given us a, a shield. He has given us a uniform that we must put on. We cannot afford not to put it on in this season. And God says in, uh, in verse, excuse me, God says that we are able to stand now that we know how to fight. We're able to stand against all the attacks of the enemy. And, uh, and verse 14, the Bible says, so watch this. Verse 14 says, uh, stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the, ble- the breastplate of righteousness. So in other words, that we have to make sure that we're covered in truth. We have to make sure that we're covered in the word of God. Uh, God says in John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. God says we must be girded in this thing. Uh, Matthew Henry, one of the powerful uh, theologians, says we must be undergirded with this. He is unblessed that does not have the 
soldier's belt. The soldier's belt is the word of truth. And so God is saying that we must put on this whole armor. And I don't have time to go through it all today, but and I'll go through it another time. If you want this, I will release it to you. But God said it is time for us to put on this whole armor. We have to put on this whole armor so that we are able to go through the right things, that we are able to go through everything that God is releasing. And we have to understand during these times, we must put on the whole armor. We must have the shield so that when the shield is, when fiery darts are released, they will bounce off. God says that we must not only have on the shield, but we must put on the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation is to keep your mind sane, even during these times. you got to have the helmet of salvation on, and that you must have the sword, and that you must have the feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. God is releasing everywhere you walk, you shall have peace. Say that everywhere I walk, yes, you shall have peace. And God is saying that He uh, that we must watch this, and I'm gonna key in on this, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be quiet. Verse 17, He says that we must put on the sword and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God, the sword of the spirit. God says this is the time uh, that his sword will be manifested, which means this is the time that you will see God's word be performed in your life like never before. But we must know how to use the sword. We must know that what kind of sword we have, we are, are what our sword is capable of doing. Think of a soldier or a gladiator in training, practicing sword thrusts and moves and positions. Now he must practice them ahead of time. If he's, and if he is a superior fighter and has a great fight instinct and has spent time in the, in the secret place, <laughs> at the time of battle, he will instantly recall which thrust, which position suits the precise moment. He will never be able to use the thrust in the fight if he has not first practiced it, if he has first not entered the place of the secret. Uh, but he still needs to make the move at the right moment. What the scripture is saying is that the layers of the armor cannot be applied without prayer. Each layer of covering, each weapon, each layer needs intercession. How do you put on the armor of God? How do you access the armor of God? It is access through prayer. The prayer, this prayer is spirit energized. It is spirit enabled. It is spirit directed. These weapons, hallelujah, are spiritual because they have been rooted in prayer. Prayer activates the armor of God. So God said, let's up and begin to start praying. That's what God is saying in this season. That as you read Ephesians chapter six, every level, that's a, every piece of armor is a different level. And as you, and it's the same thing as you operate and get to the secret place. Every dimension is different, and there calls for a different layer of armor. And God is saying that you must, you and I must put on a different layer in this season. We cannot wear the same stuff we wore in last season. We cannot war with the same stuff we wore even yesterday. We got to make sure that we put on the whole armor of God. God has your back. And the reason why you never see the armor say anything about your back, because God says that you will always move forward. God 
God says, when you have the armor of God and operating in his strength, you will never go, have to go backwards. Your enemy will never get past you. You will defeat every attack and every enemy. God has your back. If God be for me, who can be against me? And you must understand, before we can tap in, we got to have the right equipment. Before, you see, it's the same thing that even things uh, would declare victory. Watch this. Uh, Minister Dion, there are certain things that must be in place. And without the right thing, without this line, we cannot be on. And so while we can be praying individually, but it has been called to be on this line, without this number, you cannot get on the line. It's the same thing God says. Without the armor, you cannot get into the Holy of the Holy. Because I need you to be girded because this battle, watch this, when you start tapping in, there's another level of battle that you have to be prepared for. But God says, you can stand. You'll be able to stand against the wild of the devil. Uh, you are able to stand. After done all you can, you can stand. Father, we thank you for this word. God, we thank you that your word dwells richly inside of us. We give your name the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. For those who have any comments, questions, uh, comments or concerns, please unmute yourself and begin at this moment. Amen. I'm going to say something before uh, folks jump in. Thank you for that. Uh, powerful word, Pastor. Uh, I appreciate you tremendously, and I, I appreciate more than anything. Um, originally, when the Lord gave me the theme for this month, um, the first thing I heard was secret place. So I thought that that was the end of it. But as he began to um, unwrap it, there is uh, the, the fact that you talked about the layers, the layers of getting to the secret place, the outer, the inner, and the holy of holies. The holy of holies is the secret place. So thank you for that. Um, I appreciate you. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning, um, Pastor Ty. Good morning, um, Declare Victory family. Uh, thank you, Pastor Ty, just for um, um, just reminding us to we have to be equipped and we can't just go in in the natural, that we have to go in um, in the supernatural and being equipped. So thank you for um, re-emphasizing re that we have to be guarded and have on the whole armor of God. Great share. Thank you. Amen. Good morning, Pastor Terry. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, man of God. Thank you so much for your declaration on this morning. Um, such an on time and um, necessary word from the Lord and from you this morning. So thank you. Good morning. Definitely a necessary. Uh, this is Catherine. Definitely a necessary uh, word from you this morning. Um, I like uh, when you say spiritually trained and disciplined, not depending on our own, but the Lord. We we can't make it without Him. So it it really helped me. And, and um, you know the emphasis on that um, for me really um, you know enlightened my spirit this morning. Thank you. Amen. Hey, good morning. My name is Kedra. Hey, the Quaker family. Um, 
You said something that stood out for me, and I don't want to, I, I rephrase what you said. The secret place is a, it's not a prayer, it's a place, or it's not a cry, it's a prayer. Is that what you said about the secret place? The secret place is it's a it's a place. So it's it's a it's a it's a place, but in order for us to get there, we have to have what I was saying. We have to have the right armor on. But not only that, the secret place is is not where you know. Many times we think, well, I'm in the secret place because I'm laid out on the floor and I'm and I've been you know all those. It's not an emotional place. It is That's actually a place of, it's a place of authority and position. So it's it's just think about when when you're talking, say if I'm in one room and you're in another room, and you can still hear me from the other room, but you'll be able to hear me clear. If I start whispering, you won't be able to hear me in the other room. But as you begin to get closer and closer and closer, you'll be able to understand what I'm saying that others can't understand because now you're in the same room as me. And that's what it is when you get into the secret place. You're in the same room, hallelujah, as the Lord versus being in a different place. Uh-huh. That's why the Bible talks about the outer place, uh, the outer courts, the inner courts, and then the place of the holies of holies. You are right there smack. And be able to hear, like you face to face in a sense with God versus hearing it. Uh, the outer court is like playing telephone, but the hell is of the holy of holy secret place is you. You're there. You heard it one on one by yourself, for yourself. Amen. Amen. That that just stood out for me because it's like um, in a trance, um, and I don't even know if that's the right word to use, but um, that stood out for me because uh, it. I, I've been in like this trance where everything was like crystal clear. I mean, I seen it visually, I heard it verbatim, and um, I didn't want to leave. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I was just like uh, mesmerized and comatose by it. So thank you. Um, very yeah. good word. Stay there. I'm, I'm armored up. Yes, sir. Yeah, stay there. Good morning, Pastor Ty. Good morning. This is Kathy. Um, I just, I first, I enjoy um, your shares. Very power packed. Um, good morning, Declare Victory family. Um, I just wanted to point out it, it. It brought confirmation to what happened to me this morning. I'm usually on my face um, daily, anyway, praying. Um, and crying out for the nation. Um, but this morning it was a little bit different. Um, when I had got down, you know, on the side of my bed and laid forward, um, I was, I normally listen to a few worship songs before I even go into the presence of God. But this morning it was different. I, I wasn't able to say anything. Um, I, I was listening to the songs and hearing the words, allowing them to minister to me. But when I began to try to utter a prayer, I, I could feel the Lord or hear the Lord say, just be quiet. Um, and during the songs, um, I, it was like he was pointing out different instruments of the song that I had never heard before. Um, so, And these are songs on my playlist that I play 
on a regular basis before prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time I could hear them different. I could hear um, different drums in the background beating and it made my heart like kind of beat with the rhythm of that drum. I could hear different horns and just different things that was pointing out. And I didn't understand initially what the Lord was doing this morning when I laid forward. But as you begin to break out and point out the different layers and and how the uh, skilled fighter knows how to use his sword and, you know, how to turn it at different levels, um, I began to understand what the Lord was showing me this morning during prayer and was, you know, it's not always about what you have to say, but what you hear him say. And so the Lord, in his fine tuning of my ears, I could hear different I could hear different things, different different parts of the instruments, different words to the song that I never heard before. And I mean, I literally listened to the, the same playlist religiously over and over before prayer. So I just want to thank you for bringing just confirmation to what happened in, in my secret place this morning. God bless you, sir. Amen. Amen. And that, that's even confirmation back to me because uh, this morning uh, on our church's prayer on our ministry's prayer call, uh, the Lord uh, released that we are to be attentive to his response. And the Lord um, is responding, but we we don't sit long enough to hear his response. And that's what God said. It, it, I need you to hear. I'm responding. Uh, and, and just and, and for each and every one of you online, sit long enough. And, and I challenge you to pray more times today. And praying over the food don't count. And the Lord has even released it to me, even praying three three more times today, um, and pray but pray for His response and wait and hear it. The Lord is speaking, and that's a part of the secret place is that you your your ears are so attentive to His response that you hear Him so clear, just like you hear me talking right now. You'll be able to hear the Lord. The Lord, whether He's speaking verbally unto your spirit or He'll show you something. And just like our sister just said, He begin to start showing things in the instruments. God will begin to speak through all different things. We got to be still and and attentive enough uh, enough to know what He's saying in the season because He's given us the, the answers to all our prayers. We just got to be still enough. Amen. Is there another? Hey, hi. Good morning. Excuse me. Hey, morning, this is Mona. Um, wow, you that was such a um, you it was so much that I got out of out of this out of this declaration. But what mainly this what I wanted to just speak on was, um, for me, I I see where I'm at right now because when you were saying that uh, what you hear like how um. You said like how the outer courts you you can hear, but is is low, or whatnot. Like, but you get, but but I want to get in the room because I, I believe now that we're through through we're building now listening that I haven't made it to the room yet. I haven't made it to the room yet, but I have. I I, I definitely been in the outer courts. I've heard whispers. I've heard um like um sounds and 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 um I felt peace, but. I definitely wow! It, I got so much out of it, but the armor, the armor, I gotta put on more armor. I gotta the levels. How you were saying there's levels to this? There's levels to this, and I see what he's doing with me right now in my spirit of um, of of me dealing with my strongholds and getting more discipline. Um, 
get more discipline. The discipline is, is so big that I see that he's dealing with me or showing me of the lack that I do have in it. So just keep me in prayer, um, Victory Family. Um, man, of God, this was awesome. When I say awesome, thank you. God, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for, for delivering this message from today. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Hey, hey, Pastor, um, real quick. So get this. I just, I, this is a teachable moment. A, a lot of times, especially when you are in beginning stages or as church people call it, like baby saint stage, and you're really trying to see if what you hear is what you hear. If you really hear the voice of God or if it's just your imagination, I want to give you a, a quick example. Yesterday, the Lord, just during the course of me responding to Elizabeth's declaration, in the middle of my statement, Holy Spirit completely interjected the vision that I had had um, that morning. And I remember saying out of my mouth, I'm, I'm not really sure why I'm saying this, um, but there is an unction that you get, especially after you get to a place where prayer and consecration just becomes a lifestyle, um, which means that you practice presence. I, I call my room, my bedroom, the location. It's my location where I know I can tap in and, and I can hear him just like I'm talking to you guys. I said all of that to say, to have your ears sensitized to the spirit of God is no different than a baby knows his mother's voice or his father's voice or people that frequent. You can always tell when they don't recognize that there's this look in their eyes. Same exact thing happens um, in your spirit as the Holy Spirit begins to draw you in closer, right? To pull you in closer. In this season, which is why we are in shelter in place, which is why we have a curfew, because we would not do it naturally. We would not naturally discipline ourselves. Here we are where the Lord has called for the earth to discipline us, if that makes sense. This is the time where your primary prayer should be asking God for wisdom, period, in, in your prayer, not for things, but for wisdom, because this season is critical. So I just wanted to, to remind you, today is our natural fast day, so we fast normally from, from 6 a.m. until 5 p.m. today. During the course of your day, in your prayer time, ask the Lord to help to, to give you wisdom in how to put on the armor and how to hear him. Amen. That's it. Thank you. I'm sorry. Amen. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Brother E. Hey. Wonderful declaration. Uh, just like to preface my um, comments by saying I am an American fighting man. I am a veteran. I'm a combat veteran. And um, just... Um, let me just gather my thoughts. Just, just, just really talking about what, what, what um, my little sister Dion was just saying is that first of all, it's a discipline. Um, I, I liked how you break down the Ephesians 
And as you was as you were talking, I went back to my mind in terms of basic training. Um, and I was thinking this too: when you go into basic training, you ain't don't nobody ask for your um, opinion. Mm-hmm. They say do this, okay, and you are expected to to uh, to do this. Why? Because the plan has been set, and there have been thousands of of, of soldiers that have been trained according to this method. And in America, I firmly believe we are we're the best fighting nation. But regardless of whatever soldier you, whatever country country you are a soldier in, there is a a, a, a training that has been tried and has been true. And so for the the recruits or the baby Christians, you are not you are not allowed to. Um, and, and this might kind of grate on some people. You are not allowed to say, "Well, listen, I think this this way might be the way." No, you are trained according to to the book. The book is called the Uniform Code of Military Justice, or or, or the training manual. And be, and because it's been so successful that they implemented this. Now now there hasn't um, said that this hasn't been changed. Or the methods has been changed through the years, but but the but the purpose is this: to prepare soldiers to not only go into battle, but to understand the purpose and the reason why they go into battle. And that always begins with the oath. You know what I'm saying? I'm I, I you know I I'm, I'm going to protect the president of the United States and and the people of of of, of America according to the constitution, you know, and so you get trained on the rudiments on how to act like a soldier, how to dress like a soldier, how to fight like a soldier. As you talked about in your declaration, there's a new level because to act and to, and to get this knowledge and to get this training to prepare you is good, but there's nothing that prepares you for when you go into combat. When you go into combat, that's a whole new level. But when you have the training and you've implanted that training into the secret place, and I'm, and I'm, I'm a, I call the secret place your mind, because a lot of times back, you know, my uncles used to say when they went to Vietnam War, after they came out of training, you know, they used to come into a, a place of combat, and the elder veterans would say. I'm not going. I'm not really going to try to, you know, acclimate you or train you in, in in the terms of a new level of combat because I'm trying to look after myself. But that has changed over the years. When I first uh, went on into the sands of the Middle East, I had a mentor who sat down and trained me and equipped me. And God bless him that he was he was a Christian, and he used to always talk from Ephesians six. And he said, "There there are three things in Ephesians six that you have to understand. The first of all, 
first thing that a soldier puts on is truth. And, and, and he used to tell me that the truth is the reality of the situation that you're in. If you're in a bad situation, that's the truth. If you're in a good situation, that's the truth. If if it's a, a situation that you can change, that's the truth. But never, never leave the reality of the situation. And then he used to go. Uh, he used to go to. I think it was um, verse seventeen. Above all, he says, above all, above everything else, take on the shield of faith. That's your belief. The belief that that the training that you've received and training that he that he that he gave me and the training that I, I can win this will will keep me through. And then it was prayer. I um he taught me that the secret place that every soldier goes to before the war ends or in, in the imminent approach of, of combat is in the mind. And he used to talk about Second uh, Second Corinthians too, that he says like the war is always in the mind. It's first and it ends in the mind. And if you lose a war in your mind, then you might as well give up. He talked about the pulling down of, of, of you, you know, you know what that verse talks about. And he says, that's not physical. He says, the act of combat is physical in nature, but the war is won or lost in the mindset of the soldiers and the leadership. The belief that we can win and the belief that we are on the right side. Now, if you don't have that in your mind, then you might as well not even pick up your, your weapon. You might as well not even put on your armor because that's where the the real war starts. That's where the enemy comes at. So I just want to thank you for um, your declaration. Just want to put my two cents in. God bless you, Pastor. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? I do. I do want to say. I do want to say this, um, and I, I don't want to debate or anything. Secret place is more than a place in the mind. Um, a secret place um, is it's literally a position of authority and the heart um, in the spirit realm, because the Bible says in Isaiah chapter fifty-five. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord's. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours. And that's why we have to pray also, let this mind be in Christ Jesus. So we have to make sure our mind is regulated to the thoughts of God. But the secret place is a place of access. It's a place of authority because our minds can waver. Our minds are fleshly. We can think things fleshly. We can think things spiritually. But it's the secret place. It's a place of authority and a place of access. And we all 
for those who confess and believe in their heart have the access, but it's up to us to get there. And we have to get there through prayer, fasting, and the word of God. And when you do that in worship, that's how you're going to get to the secret place. The Lord has already released to me. I'm going to, uh, when the next time I speak, speak more on uh, the power of the secret place, but we have to make sure um, that we understand uh, that it's not only a mindset because our minds waver, but it's a place of position and authority. It's a place of access. It is, it's, like, it's like when you were growing up, you had your room, but you knew there was, you just couldn't go play in your parents' room. There was something different in that room, your grandmother's room, whoever uh, you might live with. But that room had a different authority in there. <laughs> it had a different aroma. It had a different presence. And that's what got this. This room is different. I remember growing up, my grandmother uh, in Richmond, uh, my dad's mother, uh, she had an all-white room, and we couldn't play in it. You better not even step foot in it. She had her couch wrapped in plastic. She had all these different things. That was like the room that only the elite could go in there, right? And but God is saying that it's just like that. Anybody can go in these other rooms, but it's in this room, <laughs> that has a different presence, that has a different authority. And that's what God is trying to get us to. We all have access to it. We just got to get there. We got to grow in him to get there. And as Mr. Dion said, it is, it is attainable. It's not that it's not attainable. It is attainable. And, and for those who are like, well, I got to go through all this. No, 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 no. That ain't what the Bible says. As, as we continue to grow, you have access. Even where you are right now, you have access. Right now. Don't think that, well, I'm not with, no, no, no. You have access right now to get there. You can, you can get there right now. That's, that's, you have, that's why we have, the Bible says we have been adopted as sons, and we have the right to cry out, Abba, Father. You got the same rights as I do. I got the same rights as you do. doesn't matter about titles and positions in the earth. It matters about position and authority in the spirit. That's all I have to say. Anyone else? All right. Well, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. God, we give your name the glory. God, we give your name the praise. And God, we worship you and adore you. Hallelujah. God, we lift your name for your word. Hallelujah. God, we thank you, God, for your response. Hallelujah. God, we are seeking your response today. God, your response as it relates to what's going on in the earth. God, your response so relates to what's going on in our hearts and our minds and our spirits. God, in our households. God, in the name of Jesus, our spirit awaits your response. Father God, for you are when your response is not just the words, but their action. God, what you speak has got to come to pass and has got to obey. And so, Father God, we declare your response in the earth in the name of Jesus. We declare your response to the White House. We declare your response to the governmental system. God, we declare your response to our neighborhoods and to our churches and to our leaders and God and to our household. God, we release your response. We release your word for your word, for your prophecies. A yes and amen. Father God, we thank you and God, we praise you that every house that's represented here on this line shall be blessed, shall be favored, shall walk in the things of you and shall access the secret place. We give your name the glory now. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen and thank God. Have a wonderful day. Amen, amen, amen. Don't forget Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Stay cool. Drink water.
Hang up.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Reaching life, forgiving one another 